Welcome to the Post Game Pivot Podcast. Uncut conversations with athletes across all regions in sports discussing their pivot beyond organized athletics and the tools they've used to continue to find success. Once an athlete, always an athlete. Stay tuned to help us keep it that way. We're, we're live. All right, we're good. Uh, Taryn, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Um, I don't know if you've seen what we've done so far with this, but we've talked to three different people, um, really with with the whole goal of creating a community around or the departure from organized athletics and really how you can maintain your fitness goals and how you can keep fitness a part of your life um, beyond that structure that we once had. Um, so I sent you something earlier today, just a blueprint of what we kind of how we want to start the talk. Um, but really, the floor is yours. And we'd just love to hear about your history with sports and organized athletics and then kind of how you move forward and what you're doing now. Obviously, what you're active in the uh, social media and what you're doing with with your page. Ma- Ma- I don't, how do you say your last name? Mana or Mana? Mana, yeah. Mana Girls. And then obviously, you just did Boston, which was freaking amazing. And your time was, was a, you smoked it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the floor is yours. We'd love to hear about your uh, organized athletic career, and then we can go from there. Okay, yeah. Also, cool. introduce yourself. Sorry. <laughs> yep. So I'm Taryn, um, and so similar to you guys, I guess I played soccer pretty much my whole life um, since I was younger. But I just always loved like being super active. Like as a kid, I think I actually I posted a picture of it, but I ran my first like 5K race when I was five years old because I just. I don't know. I would just, I hated sitting still. Like I didn't really like doing schoolwork as much as I like just moving around. So I grew up super active. Obviously I post my sister as well. So she was always a big inspiration to me. She's, she's in really, she's dreaded. So <laughs> it's motivation to me anyways. Um, and then, yeah, I played soccer all throughout like growing up high school, I did track. So I was always in like organized athletics, which is, this is an interesting concept to me because I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about in, in terms of that. And then obviously I played soccer at St. Michael's College, similar to you, Max, but I kind of fell out of love with soccer. I still loved like the group kind of components, but by my senior year, our whole, um, you know, season got canceled because of COVID. So at that point I was just, I was over soccer. I was never over working out, but I was over, like, I didn't want, I did not want to go to practice. I was like, I'm just over it. We weren't doing well. <laughs> just all of that. So well, I was I'm like, I'm out of my own. Like, I don't feel like doing this. <laughs> so that like made it hard, but it was kind of like a blessing in disguise, I think. Cause then my senior year, I could just you know, do my own workouts and like, I don't know, just actually enjoy working out again. Cause I think organized athletics can be really great for people, but then it's also like, you feel like you're forced to go to something sometimes. That's what I felt like anyways. It's an interesting take. Yeah. So, so when you say you were out of, you were losing that kind of passion for one stalker, but what do you think that COVID was like a catalyst for us? So it was already happening before COVID hit or was it really just like, when COVID hit, you were like, all right, this is kind of like, I'm feeling yeah. this now, it's progressing. I think like as seniors, my whole group, we were just kind of like, okay, we sh- just shouldn't keep playing because we weren't playing in any games. We weren't training for anything. And like a lot of us just wanted to kind of work out on our own and enjoy senior year without like, you know, wearing masks and training when we weren't playing any competitive games. So it did 
end early and like that was hard at the time but looking back i don't know i i i guess it was kind of just meant to be <laughs> yeah. i don't know if that's a question yeah it's an interesting take is because our the the thought that i've had is i we, we both went to st mike so we know how it is in terms of competition mm -hmm. uh but I definitely I do miss some of the structure of it, and I miss and I, mm. the reason why I thought about this and brought this to Taylor and Chris um, for post game pivot as as a whole was that structure helps a lot of people, and, yeah. I, and I'm interested to see how uh, how you saw that and if you were thinking already at the end of your senior year this structure I don't need this I can, I'm excited about what I'm doing on my own now. Mm. So did you have goals you were walking into already senior year? Like did you have Boston in your head? then did you have different races or different like yeah see i that's why i was curious to talk to you guys because i do think as myself i have a very different take on it because working out has never been like i've never dreaded it i've worked out pretty much every single day my entire life and i and i didn't need the structure like that part of my life was always easy if it was like school or fr friends or anything else like that was difficult but yeah, like my take on soccer, like during high school, like I would run after soccer just because I like wanted to or like fitness tests at St. Mike's were not difficult. Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I just have always loved working out and the process of working out. And yeah, like it, I guess I did want to run, you know, kind of long races. But I think something for me too. the structure you'd mentioned, like I, I still did a lot of workout classes, which I really liked. And I like having that structure as well. And like, I mean, that sort of team feeling that soccer definitely gave me. Um, Cause there's nothing better than working out in a group and just all really pushing yourself and, and all of that. But yeah, I, I guess I, I don't miss the structure of necessarily St. Mike's soccer, but I do love the aspect of working out in a group and like having that team kind of camaraderie. Do you think like the, like the fact that you had like your sister as a role model is like part of the reason why that you liked working out so much and just like the individual part of it? Yeah. I mean, cause growing up, we just, just played a lot. Like we just always are, our playing was just like running around outside and playing and she played soccer at assumption too. So we'd always train together and, I think we started going to the gym together when we were like 16 or seven, or maybe I was 16 and she was 18. Like in high school, we'd go to our little local gym and just like work out together. And I don't know, it was just fun. Like that was like our hobby. So, and it still is. <laughs> and that, that will never change. I want, hopefully I can be, you know, working out one old. <laughs> so I'm trying to, trying to figure out how I can, Cause this is a completely different, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting this. I'll be, I'll be honest. This is great. I, I think it's cool to, to bring this different take on it. Um, <laughs> no, well, well, the fact that the fact that you have this just intrinsic design passion for exercises all the more to you. Like that's, that's yeah. tremendous. Right. Um, so how do you build your, <laughs> No, I was just saying, yeah, it just brings all different sort of insights to the group and what you guys are trying to do, which I think is of cool. course. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you you just have this intrinsic passion for exercise. Um, how do you structure your uh, 
your days now? Like, are you, are you, are you building on goals? Like each block? So you just ran Boston. Do you have new goals that you want to hit? How are you structuring your exercise? Are you just doing it to do it? Or do you, do you find yourself giving yourself goals? Yeah, I definitely try to give myself goals. Um, I, the, so I did Boston was my second marathon, which was great, but, uh, I've trained up for a couple, like the last year I learned a lot from this. I trained up for the Vermont marathon, but I ran on the treadmill like a ton and I like hurt my hip and I just wasn't feeling good. I wasn't training well. I lived in Maine last year, right after graduating, which kind of goes into this after graduating. I felt like I just was so lost, like, and Similarly with working out, which I thought that was interesting how you felt, um, cause I was living in Maine, but I was just running on the treadmill. I wasn't really strength training. I got an injury. I was just feeling like really blah, like not motivated, um, to go to the gym quite as much. Cause you know, when you're feeling good, you want to work out, but if you're feeling hurt, like, so I struggled with that. Um, so then for Boston, I was like, all right, I'm not running on the treadmill. I'm strength training. Like I'm going to do this right. If I'm going to do it. Uh, cause there's a lot that goes into running Boston. I'm sure Taylor, your girlfriend ran it too. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot. Like, it's, like you sign up and do it. <laughs> so I was, I trained up for that and that was obviously a huge goal. My main mission was to get under three and a half hours, which I was really happy that I did. Um, so then I can qualify for other races in Boston again. Um, but I strength trained the whole time. So I structure my day now. So I do tech recruiting. So I go, went to the gym the entire time from like, I did an 18 week training block. So I worked out strength trained every day for like an hour to an hour and a half at like five 30 to seven. Then I worked in office eight 30 to six. And then I would run every day at lunch, like whatever my training plan did. And then on the weekends I did my long runs. So it was one speed three recoveries in one long run was the 18 week training block. So I did that for 18 weeks and I, I don't, I think I probably strength trained six or seven days a week and then ran five. So it's a lot, but it was great. It worked. (laughs) Um, and then now I'm doing the same thing, but I'm doing less miles and I'm working on more like speed. So I'm trying to just gain muscle and like, not really. I'm not really doing a cut because I just don't want to. But yeah, I'm really focusing on like building muscle and just losing body fat right now. And then I'm doing like a couple other strength training, like eight week programs just to give me some structure. So are there are there any races on the horizon that you have on the calendar? I literally always uh, I finished the race and I was like okay what am I doing next (laughs) I would love to do like maybe the main marathon in October um but I don't know if I'm gonna actually sign up but yeah I literally was saying to my mom the other day I was like I just like need to train for something else again because I'm so like goal oriented and so I'm like what's next (laughs) it's funny I finished Boston I was like oh I could have done better so now I now I need to do better (laughs) well that's just I think that's just the athlete athlete in you but um yeah for let's go i want to go back to the the time when you were in portland because i think that's important because you definitely had a shift you had you had mm-hmm. some sort of shift and was mm-hmm. that was that a was there a like a one day or was it kind of gradual of like you you moved on from from st mike's and i know you say like oh you were excited to work out and you you got to that point where you were made where that wasn't what you were excited about anymore. If, if, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, but I'm just trying to understand what you were saying. 
Right. Was there a point where you were like, all right, this is what I want to do now. This is how I'm going to do it. What helped you realize that? And what helped you keep kind of pushing that in that direction? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think a lot of what was happening in Portland is I was just like over cardioing it. I was wasting my time and, and it wasn't working. I wasn't getting results. I would do like a bunch of spin classes or like a bunch of lightweight activities. And, and that was fun, but it just wasn't getting me what I wanted to like feel like, I guess. Um, and I was kind of lonely and like sad. And then, you know, that goes into like maybe eating too much. And it just like one thing kind of leads to another. And, and that was partly because, you know, you're with your friends all the time at school and then you move somewhere and, I didn't really like my jobs because I was just serving. So I like I would get home late. So there's just a lot of like external factors that kind of led to, I guess, my workouts just not being that good. <laughs> and yeah. then it took me a while to like find my groove in Portland. And I also knew I was only going to be there a year. So I just had a weird attitude, I think. Um, and then I like met my current boyfriend at the time over the summer and we started like lifting together a lot. And I was like, wow. I feel so good because I used to live with my sister, but I didn't like see her while I was at college, obviously. And then I didn't see her that much when I was in Maine. And then we just started lifting all the time and running. I just like kind of refell in love with that strength training component. Um, and that definitely helped because then moving back to Boston, I was able to already kind of have that like, okay, morning lift routine and then running in the afternoon was like helpful to just get that routine back i guess so yeah so like routine mm -hmm. is huge so would you say for for somebody look like that an initial step to take for somebody mm -hmm. would be a routine yes you just need to like just set out the time so if it's at lunch or if it's in the morning i'm a big morning person um, just cause I kind of have to be, but now I really like it. And it's like, it's done. Then you come home, I eat dinner and I can go to bed. It's not like, I'm like, I still have to work out. And then you're going to have a crappy workout. So right. my advice would be like, it's going to be hard for a couple weeks to get up early, but just keep doing it. Like you, you will get used to it. Um, so now my routine is like, I go to the gym from like five to seven, like three times a week and then like six to seven. And, and then I thought five was super early, but you just get used to it. So, and that's kind of extremist, but. I no, I definitely, I agree with you there. I'm, I'm up early and I've been getting, getting in the gym around six and I used to lift in the afternoon and I felt like I was going to bed with a lot of energy because of it. Yeah, that too. So I would, Sleep is so I would important. be all jacked up and I would find myself right. not sleeping well yep. and then waking up groggy so then it'll be like a, a cascading kind of cycle yeah um, but it's interesting that you run at lunch i had i've heard people do that i've seen campaign i don't know if you know who cam haynes is but he does that um who does his name's cam haynes he's a bow hunter uh, he's this guy out in oregon he's like an ultra marathon ultra runner but uh you should, yeah, you I know. should look i'm up. like in it i'm like i'm following all these <laughs> I'm like, I listen to so many nutrition podcasts. I'm like, this is awesome. So he, he just interviewed Nick Bear, actually. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, I and listen to so, Nick Bear all the time. So Taylor reposted <laughs> Nick Bear's story, or Cam Haynes' story today, and Nick Bear saw our story. Whoa. That's that's like, nice. you, know, <laughs> you saw it. It's like, we're getting somewhere. Yeah, um, that was sick. <laughs> so what is your 
inspiration from Nick Bear? Like what, what are you, I know what you guys mission is, I guess, but are you going to do like podcast or not to get too off topic, but what's kind Ooh, of, that's, a, that's definitely on topic. I think <laughs> we, we sat down in the winter. What was it? February, March, Taylor tried to figure out what we yeah. wanted to do. Something but like that. We, we wanted to make content for fitness, but I, <laughs> I was thinking, I thought a lot about hope happens here. And I thought a lot about how that could play into it. And I think that a podcast section of this is, is super helpful. And I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it, whether we can do that through Spotify or like Apple music. Yeah, I got a Spotify like podcast, the app, it's a different app. Um, but I got to figure out how to translate this from an MP4 into an MP3 and get that on. I still have all the, all of the, uh, interviews, but I think a podcast would be really good idea because it is so apparent and like, that first year after graduating is so tough for so many reasons. And like, yeah. if you do get to talk to people who go through that, I feel like that would be really powerful. So you're definitely onto something in my opinion. Uh, yeah. I think it's <laughs> there. It's an untapped market and there's not much yeah. out there for it. No. Like you can get, I think a lot of it. What's that Taylor? I think a lot of it too is like, like we played soccer a whole life <laughs> and like, that's like all my friends are from soccer. Yep. And like now, like done like literally all my friends are soccer friends or my good ones at least right our kids game and then now it's like i need new friends not need new friends but like i need that community still so it's like that's just gonna bring new people in and like when you're playing a sport like soccer just makes you feel like confident and like you're worth something i don't know that sounds like i'm not worth nothing without soccer but like you know it makes you feel capable that you can Mm -hmm. actually do it and then, like, this is, like, I don't know, that new version of that, I guess, where, like, fitness just makes people feel, like, good about themselves. Yeah. So, yeah. Karen, that's, that's, a, that's my... why it's it's interesting that you said that fitness was more of your, the bedrock, and then you had soccer on top of it. For me, and I think what Taylor's saying is that soccer came first. So, that was my identity, right? And now yeah. I'm, uh, I identified with all these people. Chris Taylor I grew up playing with them, and then I played college against them. Mm-hmm. But like this is this is my group, right? And and once that I get my diploma, I'm no longer on this men's soccer team. Mm-hmm. Soccer was my bedrock, and now what do I want to do mm-hmm. instead? As opposed to something like you, which which I think was probably the much better perspective to take. You had fitness underneath that, and that was what you could keep going mm-hmm. with. As opposed to now, I had to make a jump. Yep. Um, no, that makes so, a lot of sense. I think a lot. I know a lot of people who do feel that way. Um, and honestly, I loved soccer when I was better at it. And then something happened and like, I like, obviously we like things we're good at. That's what makes us feel confident. Um, so when I stopped playing as much and and maybe I was getting worse, maybe it was the coaching, maybe it's the team. I don't know. But my junior year, I like barely played and I was like, all right, well, F this basically, like, I'm just going to go run and work out because I, you're standing on the bench for 90 minutes. Yeah. So maybe that also uh, kind of affected the shift because I'm the same way. I'm like, well, I want to be good at everything I'm doing. I'm very competitive. So if I'm not good at it and not playing, then I'll do something else. <laughs> maybe, yeah. So that that also could have played into like the sport component of that. But I don't yeah. know. Chris, how you doing? Hi. <laughs> What's up? Sorry, is that the... Uh the gym for a little bit here 
join late. But uh, yeah, make sure you uh, include my face, Max, on the, uh, the thumbnail for this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah I'll <laughs> Need some I'll screen time, that. baby. Chris, yeah. Doug, Chris made it to the call. Um, what? <laughs> What'd you do at the gym? What I do? Chest, obviously. Nice. Yeah, International <laughs> chest day. It's Mondays. I gotta do less arms. <laughs> less arms. <laughs> Karen, I think I've seen like your pull-up videos. I'm pretty sure you can do more pull-ups than me, which is like super impressive. Honestly, but then then I saw this picture and I was like, all right, I gotta stop doing all this lat work. It was like unintentional lat work, and now I'm now I don't like the way I look. So you're building a yield yeah. sign. Yeah, I'm like, what is the wrong Dorito? With the Dorito. Because <laughs> all I'm doing is pull-ups. <laughs> How did that goal start? What, pull-ups? Yeah. Well, I used to do gymnastics also, too. So I was always, like, really just comfortable, like, on a bar or whatever. Um, and then I started doing them over the summer, and I was like, all right, I, I, and I need to be able to do, like, 20. And now I think I could probably do, like, 20. Or, like, maybe 15. I don't know. <laughs> Only 20, but, 15. That's I don't know. Cool. Well, it's been cool to see the progress. Like every though. single day. <laughs> yeah. What do your sets look like? Because I, I do, I do different pull up types on like pull days. But what do your sets look like? I would do like four sets of ten, or sometimes we'll like add weight. Yeah. So like I can do four with twenty five extra pounds, but that was that was only like one time. <laughs> like I recently got this. That's a ten, like eight to ten. <laughs> I recently got this, uh, it's like a military vest and it's like weighted and you like throw yeah. it on top of yourself and you like, and you do it. I don't know if you saw like the, uh, the video, but that's been like pretty helpful for just like, obviously anything weighted that you can do, um, yeah. is, is, is you know, good for yourself. But, um, how much does that weigh, yeah. Chris? What? How much does it weigh? It's, uh, it's like 30 pounds. So it's, lot, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I can only do like eat my first set i was like struggling but but yeah so i don't want to i don't want to just take so much of your time but i think it's been super helpful for us to hear what your perspective is on keeping that fitness side and keeps it moving beyond your organized athletics kind of like i don't want to say willfully but you were more excited for it um and that's different than what we've heard from different people um but I think the identity of being an athlete was was never never gone. It was never an option for you, and you never even yeah. thought about like I don't feel like an athlete anymore because you you kept doing what, what you wanted to do. Right. Um, but I think what's helpful for for us, especially when I'm going to edit this together, is if you could say in like one or two sentences your advice to somebody, whether or not they have the same perspective as you or not, or something more of what we've heard before. What would you what would you advise them? I mean, they just graduated what yesterday. Um, yeah. What would you say to them as they're going through, like you said, that first year that you, uh, what I've experienced and what Taylor is about to experience, um, and Chris has experienced. Um, what would your advice be to them? Yeah, no, that's really good, and and I think about what I, how I felt right after I graduated too, and especially if you're playing a team sport. I know they're not all team sports, but it was really helpful for me to do classes. So right now I do a lot of lifting classes, but even like spin classes or like I know people do like yoga or Pilates, but just having that class and going at the same time every day, one, you're going to make friends just by joining the class and doing it every day. 
and you're working out with other people. So if you like the team aspect, then you can do the classes. Like right now, I'm, I do the classes at Lifetime like four or five times a week. And that's super helpful. Or if you're going to the gym by yourself, like have a plan. Because um, you're used to getting told what to do in sports or your whole life. Um, so I know for myself personally, when I first started going back into lifting, I didn't have any plan and I would do these random movements. I'm like, what did I just do for an hour and a half? Like, am I working the right stuff? What am I doing? Cause you know, you have a strength coach or you have a coach. So either like get someone to write you a plan or come up with a plan before you even step into the gym. That way, you know what you're doing, you check it off, you get out and you're like, okay, I did it. And then just ask questions. Like if you look up to someone who might be three years out post-grad, like my sister, ask her, ask someone you trust and just keep showing up. Really? That would be my advice. It's forever like fitness. Yeah. And life, like really we're working out right now so we can be fit when we're like 60. Like that should yeah. be your to be able to move well with your grandkids, honestly. Gotta be able to play pickleball with your grandkids. Right. <laughs> well, Chris plays pickleball now, so. Yeah. yeah the, 60, the 60 year olds kill me. <laughs> Good. Uh, pickleball is hard. It's like sneaky hard. It is, yeah. Well, yeah. I almost want to. Thank you so much. Go ahead. I almost want to ask because I've had so many friends like say this to me where it's like, I guess yours is different again because you like working out and you already do it anyways. But like so many, especially since I'm not post-grad yet, but I'm about to be. And they're saying like every day is the same. And I've had Chris say it to me at one point, And I know a couple of my other friends did too. They just said like every day is the same. And like, they're just fucking bored. And some of them don't work out. So Chris, Chris did, but I almost want to say like, like how does like, like some said like the workout just made their day so much better. Is that like the same with you where it's like, you're looking forward to that workout almost like it's the best part of your day. Or is it like, I don't know. It's something yeah. I get through the day. Well, that's, that's big reasons why I run at lunch because it just breaks up my day a lot. And then I come back from my run and like, you know what you feel like when you come back for a run, you're like fired up for the rest of the day. And I mean, my work days is probably similar to you guys. Like eight 30 to six in office is a long day. So if I don't go like somewhere in the middle of the day, yes, I'm like dragging, I'm dragging by the day. So I definitely look forward to it. Um, and yeah, every day is kind of the same, but it also like, I think if you get an office job too, it, it makes your workouts almost better. Cause you're all kind of pent up and then you go run like, and then you come back and I don't know. Cause when I was a waitress, I was walking around all day and that was another factor why I'm like exhausted from just waitressing all day long. So your workouts aren't as good. Um, I think you'll look forward to your workouts even more when you're working full time, I would say. I would, so I would second that. Yeah. Totally. Well, you're working out before you work. Depends yep. on what day you're talking about. Okay. Okay. That may be true. I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Like you get up or at least like I go to the gym after work. I started doing like the first like three months I was going like before work and I just got like too tired. <laughs> but yeah, it's literally the one thing like no school, like you don't have to study for like tests, worry about like homework or literally anything. Cause once you clock out of work, like that time is yours. Like after work. Yeah. Like you, yeah. So I've been going to the gym like every day and then cook dinner and then 
go on like my phone or like watch a movie or just like i don't know whatever sports game is on like that's what i'll do and that's pretty much what it is now and it's it's really weird at first but you you get used to it and uh mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a pretty good lifestyle yeah it's nice Do you still getting like wound up though going at night or no you can sleep fine yeah no as as long as i um yeah, I mean, I get back at like seven and then I'll just like chill. And I honestly find myself like more tired because like I'm tired just from like staring at my screen all day or as it is. And then I'll like drink like, a little coffee before I go to the gym. And then once I get back like from the gym, it's just like more work throughout the day. And then I'm just like done, but like toast by the time um, back from the yeah. gym. But like I was waking up early and like, like I worked out and like I got good workouts in, but I was just like I wasn't like awake enough to like fully like give like a hundred percent. Um but yeah, I gotta start like waking up and like going like runs. Like have you done like morning runs? Like what are those like? Yeah, see I'm not a big like it's I could wake up and go to the gym at two in the morning and I would like love it. But if you told me to run at six AM, I'd be like, No. <laughs> That's what's like funny about me. Even all winter, like I would go to the gym at six in the morning. But for some reason, I hate running super early in the morning. So that's just my personal preference. Well, especially in it's the like, wintertime. It, it, I won't it, do Up it. here, it's so dark in the wintertime. It's so dark. It's so cold. I'm like, I oh, might as well just... Because I get an hour lunch. So it's like, I, what else am I going to do in that time? Just keep working? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there any, like... Do you have any, like, major goals? Like, what's your, like... Like, I'd say, my like, if I had a major goal, it's like a 50-mile race. Like one that I see in like the future, like a couple of years I could actually do. Yeah. Do you have like a big one or I would, like do, I would like to do a 50 miler. That's funny you said that. I don't know when, but that's definitely on my bucket list. Um, but I just want to do more marathons. Like I just think the process of training for a marathon. Like do you guys follow Sally McRae? Nick Bears. She, she's really cool. I just love the idea of like lifting and running. So whatever oh, yeah. I want to do, it needs to be like sustainable. So... I just want to li- be able to lift and run, like just be really strong and really fast. Cause yeah, why not? Do you think it's important <laughs> to follow like people that you're admiring, like just to take off like their success almost? Yeah. I do listen to like a lot of podcasts, like I guess Nick's or like these other kind of motivational podcasts, but you have to be careful with that stuff in my opinion, because a lot of people put a lot of content out there and you got to absorb what works for you. Is yeah. my you think Nick Bear's natty? What? You think Nick Bear's natty? Oh, good question. Yes. You I know, do. That's going to that's gonna be the thumbnail. And he's going to see it. Oh my God. <laughs> I was going to get, have you guys actually tried any of those supplements? No. Create, create nothing more than creatine. Just creatine. I'm going to buy them. Yeah. I'm on a supplement train. <laughs> Oh, be Nick Nick Bear stuff? No, you're talking about Trent. I thought you were talking about Trent. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I was saying, what the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do all Nick Bear stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, I was like, kind of surprised. Like, yeah, okay, you definitely have. Have yeah. you had the greens? Oh, look at Max. Okay. He's like a ma- magician pulling <laughs> one after the other. <laughs> I, have. I have a literal, like, GMC in my closet. Like, yeah, me, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no i like them they're good okay good I'll, they're expensive I'll... but they're worth it yeah well i was getting the first form ones and i like the first forms but those are also very pricey so. yeah. and you get what you pay for honestly like... oh yeah no 
cheap cheap is not always better <laughs> so um yeah i i've got my questions answered i'm super yeah. thankful for you hopping on tara do you have you yeah. any other questions this I got nothing so else. Doesn't, doesn't no, I'm, I'm to see you guys, just to chat. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll yes. see you too. This is what it's about. It's about being a community again, keeping that community of athletes together. And to I build on it. that, we want to talk to your boyfriend too. That guy is a beast. I just got to talk to him yesterday for the first time in a month. I was like geeking. Wow. Was, they did so, it. He said they didn't let him sleep for four days, and he was like hallucinating in the woods. Holy crap! What is he doing? <laughs> He's in RASP, or he was in RASP, so like Ranger School, pretty much. Okay. It's very what's, yeah. What's his plan? Army Ranger, so like he'll graduate from to be an Army Ranger, like in early June. That's badass. So it's like so special. You, it's like the Navy Seal of the Army, basically. That's sick. Yeah, it's very badass. intense. That's badass. So badass. Damn. So badass. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, now, now, I don't think we're, we're definitely gonna get him on. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to this guy. So whenever he's like, it's Chris Kyle across yeah, friggin', across the pond sniping people, we need to talk to him. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get him in touch. I'll get I'll get him in touch cool. with you guys. He'll, he'll love it. He played baseball too, so I guess he did awesome. play sports. <laughs> That's Perfect. nice sports background. Yeah, well, yeah first uh, first female guest on post game pivot. Woo! Here we go. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, we're, we'll keep it rolling. I'll uh, I'll see what I can do to edit. I think it'll probably be this this weekend. It'll it'll go out, but I'll throw a thumbnail on right now. Uh, Are you posting on YouTube? I will do. We'll do Instagram, and then I what I have to figure out is how to get the podcast up because then I can cool. go. I have four. Oh, we actually have five with Taylor. You interviewed somebody else. Yeah, I have to. I'm gonna connect my phone like after this and put it on the Gmail, on the Google Drive. So yeah, yeah, you think we should do YouTube, Taryn? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, more platforms. Well, if you already have the videos, is my yeah. thought. I don't know. I mean, people yeah. are either gonna watch it or they're not. That's what my boss said. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. True. Yeah. So we could we could do that. We have them ready to roll. Um, I would watch our, them. Okay. So <laughs> that's that's positive reinforcement. <laughs> yeah, we need that. We need that. We need at least we need one viewer. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. Well, thank well, you thanks so for much. Having Absolutely. And uh, we'll be in touch. I'll let you know if I... Oh, also, for this video, if you have any, like, photos or videos from playing soccer or whatever, and then photos from now, so, like, Boston or something, well, that would be great to use as B-roll. Also, if you have video, that'd be great. Um, okay. If you could send that, um, I'd figure out a way to send it. But okay. Can I just, cool, like, yeah. like, text What's it? That? Can I just text you it? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, be sure to follow Pivot Podcast, your pivot, our community, on Spotify and hit the bell icon to be notified whenever we upload a new episode. Also, check us out on Instagram at postgame underscore pivot. Once an athlete, always an athlete. Thanks for helping us keep it that way.